ladies and gentlemen, we are back again for another podcast that doesn't have a name, but we do know it is all about the drivers. Eric Wesley here with you, along with Frank Carroll and Mike Kwiatkowski. What's going on, gentlemen? Doing oh. great. I'm not, not near as good as Mike, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, Mike's pretty fresh coming off of, uh, I think, two weeks of vacation, Mike? Yes, sir. Two-week vacation. First time in a long time. I actually took a two-week vacation. It was awesome. Uh, Got to spend some time with my wife, did a few things. It was adventurous and exhilarating. And I actually got some rest. The only bad news is I think I gained five pounds on, on my vacation. <laughs> yeah, that's all well, right. That I probably sounded, so don't worry about it. I'll get it back. <laughs> <laughs> that can happen, definitely, depending on what you do on vacation and where you go. So, uh, Well, guys, you know, it is September, which means seasons are about to change. You know, summer's about to end, that long summer, mm-hmm. busy summer travel season. And things will slow down for for a brief moment for uh, for Greyhound after the Labor Day holiday. And Mike, I gotta throw this in. You know, football season is back, and That's so right. seasons are about to change in football. This uh, Frank, watch out, watch out. The Red <laughs> Raiders have our. We've got our eyes on you, Longhorns. That's right. So uh, does the commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Are they, are they in trouble again? It's cheating, Longhorns. Oh my goodness. Yeah, the commissioner is not a fan of the Longhorns. He's not shy about saying it, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> they got to they pay big money to keep up with everybody else in the SEC. That's for sure. That's a well, big money league. We'll see how this football season goes. But we do know we want to talk about some things that are changing for the drivers. Uh, we can call it a season of change. But uh, these are good changes, right, uh, Mike and Frank, uh, the things we'll be talking about? Well, I'd like to think so. If it's not a good change, I hope we wouldn't be doing it for the most part. But uh, yeah, it's a good change. I mean, change is good. Change is a constant, right? There's going to be more change, death, taxes, and change. I think those are the three things in life that you can't get away from. <laughs> That's for you sure. Know. That's for sure. And, and we do, I agree with you, Mike. I, I think these are good changes, you know, from a, from a safety perspective and a driver quality of life and well-being perspective. I think these are, we check the boxes on that. Right. Yeah, I mean, change, I was, you know, it's important, right? Because we're talking about this a little bit earlier, right? We're going to see more change in our lifetime than any generation has seen before us. And then the next generation of people, they're going to see probably 10 times more change than we even saw. I mean, things are just changing, changing faster. Um, you know, I keep telling people when you read a lot of the things, status quo becomes the enemy in a lot of ways. So if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And I think mm-hmm. as an organization, you know, we talked about a little, we got to get a little bit better every day. And so that's where, that's where change is important. We got to get change. We have to change and we got to change for the better and we got to get better every day. And hopefully the faster we do it, the better off we're going to be. So yeah, we got a couple of good changes to talk about today. Well, the first one out the gate, we'll check the box on is going to be run bid. Frank, Mike, why don't y'all uh, talk, uh, talk with us about that? Yeah, Frank, you want to start off? Or? Sure. I mean, super excited about RunBid. Obviously, RunBid uh, uh, brings with it uh, new changes to the runs and uh, schedules and and how we uh, manipulate the miles uh, in our network. And, and this one is no different. I mean, we've really instituted some, we really looked at the driver quality of life and well-being in that 15-hour on-duty period. And we said, you know what? 
let's let's limit that to 12.5 hours so that that we can so we can uh, look kind of really look into and 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 speak to the safety aspect related to that hey a, a 15 hour day, 15 hours is a long day is a long day and yeah. we recognize that and so we cut that back to 12 and a half hours that there are a few exceptions there but uh overall is 12 and a half hour workday for regular runs obviously the extra board will still be what the extra board is but the for, for a guy with a regular run we're going to limit that to 12 and a half hours so right. i mean what do you think about that mike i think that's a good deal I do too. I mean, you think about it. 12 and a half hours to your point. That's a long day, especially when you're driving. You know, I, mm-hmm. I'm not a professional driver. I know you have to work your way up stand animal wise to become that, you know, you just can't do that day one out of the box. Um, so yeah, it's, I get tired after about six, seven hours. You know, the fact that our people do it, you know, 10, 10, 12 hours a day is number one. It's amazing. It's a testimony to the, how tough it is to be a driver at Greyhound. But at the same point, we also understand that, you know, that is that is impacting quality of life. We want people to have a normal life, not work those number of hours. And there is a safety aspect to it. Right. We want to make sure people are fresh and that they're getting a good good night's rest. So we do believe that this 12 and a half hour rule that we're trying to implement on an informal basis across the board is a step in the right direction for quality of life. On the downside, it is impacting some of the runs, right, where we used to have these long runs that were well-paying runs. Um, those have been split up. And so maybe the run, the pay on some of these runs is not as much as it used to be, right? You, there's always a little bit of good and the bad that goes along with it. But that's the exception, not the rule. So let's be honest with you. It, this didn't happen to all the runs. It was just a few that we highlighted that were probably the most, um, the longest days out there. Exactly. You know, and, and and while there are some runs that were impacted from a pay perspective, like you said, the vast majority of the runs on, in terms of the annual, average annual salary for drivers is just about the same. It's slightly down, but it's not incrementally down. So it's very, it's, I mean, it's significantly down. So it's very incremental. So we're very happy right. about that. You know, and the other piece with that is, uh, you know, for the drivers, uh, what we did was we looked at a, uh, a runs and tried to eliminate those runs where it was a mix of sleep cycles, right? So mm-hmm. if it was going out on a day shift, I mean, a day run and coming back on a night or vice versa, we know how challenging that can be. I, I don't know how, I don't care how seasoned you are. There's a, there's a, you know, element of fatigue potentially. So we looked at that and we said, how can we improve that? And so what we've done is we said, if you go out on a day schedule, you're going to come back on a day schedule. If you go out on a night run, you're going to come back on a night run. Now, this, again, uh, is for uh, the regular runs. And so the extra board is still what it is. But uh, these are going to impact the regular runs. And I think it's a proactive and positive change. Right. Yeah, to your point, it's a, it's a, it's all about safety, right? It's the number one thing. We have to get better as a company when it comes to safety it's it's something we want everybody to come home safe and sound every evening uh, so again we think that in the in the big scheme of things these are the right things to do um you know there's going to be a little bit of pain in the short term you know some some runs did get impacted but globally we think it's the right thing to do and it, you know as and we're going to test and learn right we're going to do this we're going to try it in the fall if it works, great. If it doesn't work, we can fix some of these things um, in the coming weeks, in the coming months, because we are going to implement. We're going to keep changing. We're going to keep changing. And if it's broke, we're going to try to fix it. I, I love that test and learn, you know, because you know, at the end of the day, we don't have all the answers. But it's, it's the, the beauty is in our efforts to try to get it right 
every time. Mm -hmm. and, and to your point about change, change is constant. And so we're we're part of that. We're we're evolving as a company. Uh, we're evolving as as Flix is looking at our operations, and we want to be the best company every time for our customers and for our drivers. And so, in order to do that, we have to try. To, we have to test and learn. And so, we mm -hmm. welcome your feedback. We welcome the driver yes. feedback. Tell us what's not working, what's not working in your opinion, and then let's sit down and talk about it and see if we can come up with a solution to make it work better. That's a great point on the feedback. Yeah, we want to create this feedback loop. You know, this podcast is part of that. We throw information out there for you guys. Frank has these conference calls, these driver calls, where we try to solicit feedback. We've got email addresses. I know giving feedback, I'm kind of the same way. I don't really give feedback unless I'm really mad about something for the most part. But uh, if you have questions, you know, we really, really want to get some feedback loop going. Because as we test these things, we really want to, again, figure out what's working, what's not, and fix them and make them, go, make them get better. Um, and in that regard, Frank, there's another test going on. I don't mean to jump subjects unless we're, you guys good with the run bid for now, but that's uh, good. That's where I was going with this okay. test and learn was the the thing you were talking about, the testing of, uh, I guess it's tandem drivers, Mike. Yes, sir. Tandem drivers, which you know basically means we'll have two drivers on one run and they'll swap seats along the way. Uh, again, going back to that, you know, and it's going to happen between Dallas and El Paso. Highway from hell, as I used to call it, because I used to live in Odessa. Well, my family still does live in Odessa, and it's probably the worst drive. And it's probably one of the worst drives in the country. But it's it's a good ten hour drive. I mean, if you don't stop, I mean, it's it's probably I think it's twelve to fourteen on the bus. So again, you can't. That's too long for one driver. And we were doing swaps during the, we we swap Frank. How many different places along that route? At least a couple, I mean, for sure. Yeah. We've done, I mean, they've done inside loops, outside loops. We we were in this place in Van Horn that was the end of the earth. So <laughs> anyway, so the, the, the plan is we're going to, for this, for the next 30 days, we're implementing a test out of Dallas. Two drivers swapping seats between here and El Paso. And we're working with um, the union on this. It's a little bit outside of the CBA rules. Um, it's Kind of top secret, and that the, the runs weren't even published because it was you couldn't even get them in the system. Our systems don't even know how to handle this kind of a thing. Um, so we're getting, and we're also doing one between Dallas and El Paso. We're also doing San Antonio to Amarillo, which is another 14-hour day, I think. Um, so we're going to test it, learn, see how it works. We've got the drivers. They're going to assign some drivers. There will be definitely a feedback loop on that to see how the drivers are doing, make sure that we're, um, you know, again, doing things the right way. But it could be a way to handle some of these long-distance routes and increase the driver pay along the way to try to offset some of the things that we just implemented back in September, if that makes sense. It does, so. and I think it's a I think it's a great test. I mean, uh, it's not, and and that's you know you made a point earlier when we were talking about it. this is not just a we're doing it because maybe Flix has done this in Europe. We've we've tried this before, and mm -hmm. so uh, this is something that we just we always want to look and, and like we said, test and learn. And if this is something that works out for us, we may implement it. But it's not set in stone. We're still testing. Right, right. So excited to hear about that. I, I was on vacation. They came up with this, and I was excited to hear about it when I got back. So, well, Mike, something I know you're familiar with. Uh, we've been, I guess, testing this for a little bit of time here. The regional yeah. pull concept. Is there a high level overview can, that you can give us on that? Yeah, the high level overview is we are going, going, gone with the regional concept. It is being implemented uh, in September, right after the run bid, and kind of in conjunction with that. Uh, we've 
to your point, Eric, we've done this multiple times, through multiple iterations. Um, we did it most recently last fall. We had some success there. We did it in Los Angeles. We had some more success. Um, platform change, we, we tapped the brakes, put it on hold for a while, but it's been dusted off, put on the shelf, and a new revised, improved version is coming out, um, yeah, in two weeks, basically. And again, for the drivers, it's there's nothing but upside here when it comes to getting buses to garages on a regular basis so they can get their darn PMIs done. That's mm -hmm. bottom line what we're trying to accomplish here. All we want to do is get buses back to garages on a regular basis so they can get the work done. We're not, you know, we're not going to joke with around. You know, our buses need a lot of love and care. They're, they're kind of, they're in a, they're old buses. They need some work. And the, the best way to do it is to make sure they get to a garage on a regular basis. So that's what we're going to do. And they've done not only, they've done them in 14 different garages. It's a massive effort. Network planning, schedule planning, driver planning has been imp impacted. It's, it's changed some of the runs up as well. But there'll be a real focused effort on getting buses into position over the next two weeks. And then once we kick this thing off right after the run bid is keeping those buses on their schedules. Just like just like drivers have tours, buses will have tours. And by God, we don't want any of those buses to get off their tours. So what we talked about, you know, if you're the, the biggest thing for the drivers, don't take the bus unless Take only take the bus that's assigned to you. Don't take the pretty shiny bus just because it's sitting there and no one's watching at two o'clock in the morning. You know, figure out which bus you've been assigned to and take that bus. Again, if it's not safe, you're you're more than welcome to turn the bus down if it doesn't meet all the DOT safety criteria. But the big ask here is take the bus. So that way we know that bus is going to get back to the garage to get the brakes done, to get the PMI done, get the belts changed, get, the, you know, the regen done, all that little stuff that's going to keep it from having a road failure going down the road. Exactly. Those are all great points. And, and, and drivers complain about driver, you know, buses that have poor AC or poor heat or whatever the case, case may be. This will uh, uh, go a long way as we, as we incorporate this into our business process towards addressing those complaints. Uh, we didn't have a long-term solution before, and this is going to offer that, provide that. So we're looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Help us help yourself, so to speak. You know, help you help mm -hmm. yourself. If you want a good bus, make sure you keep it on the schedule so it can go to the garage. And then we're also going to make sure the, the garages are going to do the work. They're staffing up. They're we're hiring mechanics. Uh, we've got a full-time dedicated recruiter doing it. Uh, we're putting uh, KPIs in place. We're putting we're putting a lot more controls on the on the maintenance organization to make sure they're doing the work. I mean, they do the best job with what they can. But again, we're gonna we're gonna increase their productivity and we're gonna increase their ability to be accountable for the bus. There's no many times I sit there. I used to be on these road failure calls. I know I digressed a little bit, but you couldn't figure out who touched the bus last. The bus had had right. gone. You know, it it it, been, it hadn't seen a garage in 30 days. Then before that, it's seen four garages in three weeks, and you couldn't tell who changed the belts on the darn thing to go and figure out who screwed it up. So by doing this, right, now we can hold one garage accountable for the overall condition of the bus. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be – I'm pretty passionate about it. I think it's going to be um, a good thing for the company, a good thing for the buses, and therefore a good thing for the drivers. Uh, Mike, Frank, anything else we need to add before we close this out? Yeah, just a few things that I want to just throw in there. Don't forget, drivers, we have fall training coming up on September the 11th. Uh, the, the coursework uh, for uh, compliance training as well as the TSA training has already been assigned to you. So you can go ahead and start that. 
Uh, and then once you get into the classroom for fall training, uh, we'll review some other to uh, uh, other topics that we'd like for you to stay uh, fresh on. And then also, uh, if with the driver app, uh, please make sure that you're logging into the driver app as soon as you arrive at the garage, terminal, or agency. First thing, before you get into anything else, log into that first, select your work assignment, and assign yourself to work. All right, please make sure to do that. And then right within the driver app, you can go right to the ELD, set your duty status, and then do complete your DVIR all within the driver app. And then the last thing is please support our required uh, uh, reserved or assigned seat requirement. Please make sure that you support that by making sure that our customers sit in those correct seats uh, because when we start well out of the origin location, making sure that everybody's in the seat, then we typically end well and the customers get what they paid for, which is creating, which creates moments of magic for our customers. So those are some topics I just wanted to touch on. Well, guys, that will do it. Appreciate your time this afternoon. And uh, once again, everybody, we want to thank you for joining in and listening to us on today on the podcast that doesn't have a name, but we do know it is all about the drivers. Everyone have a great weekend and enjoy yourselves. Stay safe.